Hello, Nirvana. My name is Jack Mercer, and today I have some news for you. First things first, we are proud to announce a book signing by famous cryptozoologist Digby Bush. This signing has yet to be scheduled, but monster lovers everywhere should keep their schedules open. Secondly, an ongoing investigation has opened on the apparent disappearance of Mary Thomas, freshman student at New Nirvana High. Anyone with information regarding her whereabouts, please consult her father, Officer Richard James Thomas, at the precinct ASAP. And as a final tertiary note, please remember to fall asleep before midnight. Staying awake beyond this point heavily impairs the ability to hold a consistent and healthy sleeping schedule. Lucidity beyond that can cause hallucinations, visions, or any other variation of visual illusion. That's a wrap on today's scoop. Farewell, Nirvana, and I'll catch you next time. We are picking back up in the Schaefer estate. Uh, Artie's player character, Digby Bush, uh, being pulled into the ground. Um, Digby uh, has just rolled an 8 on his um, Act Under Pressure check. Uh, we, we rolled that one off, uh, off camera. Um, or I guess Mike. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I have given Digby a choice. Uh, basically, he can be pulled into the lower floor um, away from Mary, or he can lose one of his belongings staying um, up. What do you choose? I'm going to choose to go down. I, Digby does not want any of his, of his things taken away. Okay. Digby, as you get, um, <laughs> as you are getting pulled under, you get a firm grasp on the ground, um, as it is, as it lets go of your leg, um, and you feel safe, but you can also feel your journal fall out of your pocket. <gasps> no. And down, uh, below. Bruh. You... Uh, fall down with it, uh, and collect it Thank on the ground. Okay. All right, we're good. Uh, but <laughs> you are both now separated. That's probably not so good. That was the so, most emotionally taxing thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Um, to explain how this is going to work to the audience, um, the Schaefer Estate is going to be a, a gamier environment this is a heavy dungeon crawl experience um 
where we're going to do things like solve puzzles and do some world building. Um, so, yeah. Yay. What I'm going to do right now is find and flip a coin to see who we start with. Give me a second as I procure a coin. I will not, I have not found a coin, so I am instead going to use one of the pieces from this Doctor Who TTRPG game that I collected one time. Alright. And that is Mary. What? Yep. Alright. So... Mary, as you as uh, Digby is pulled into the ground, you are left alone with the carcass of um, of Dakota Burns. Oh God! Looking into his dead eyes, you hear a voice in the back of your mind. Oh, Dakota. He he wasn't very smart, was he? Uh, um I I guess not. No. He really wasn't. And neither are you, and neither is Digby. This feels as, This hmm? feels like bullying. <laughs> Like bullying. Hmm. Mary. Look at his eyes. Look at the look of extreme terror and pain. Hmm. This is the ultimate fate for all of you. You're going to die, Mary Thomas. And you're going to die exactly like that. And as you do sort of gaze further in on his face, you can see a uh, slight smile creep up around the lip. His face is moving? His face curls a little bit into, into a smile. Um, okay, she kind of starts backing away from it, from his body, I guess? Um, yeah. So, where you are right now, um, you are in the conservatory. So, I mean, to describe it, I mean, it's like a, it's like a greenhouse type deal. Uh, there's all of this flora and fauna, um, very dead looking, um, a deep brown, uh, most of it. There's some water running through, um, but it's it's also like a, a deep grayish brown. Um, and as you look out of the glass, uh, you can see the deep red that just consumes the rest of the outside world. Uh. A, a red void, if you will. Okay, that's totally not unsettling at all. Um, can she, 
is it possible to go out the way that she came in? Yeah. Um, as you turn to leave, you are... You exit into the east wing. Um, it is this large open area. A piano sits in the corner. Um, and a chandelier uh, hangs from the ceiling. Uh, you see three doors in this room. Uh, well, three doorways, I'd say. One um, is more just a walkway to the entrance. Uh, and then two doors that seem to be locked. Okay. Um, I'm I'm sorry. I'm confused about what I'm supposed to be doing. We're solving puzzles, right? Uh, well, I like meta knowledge. You don't know that, so right, just take right. a little. Just take a little bit of time. Explore the mansion. Okay. Uh, what is what is Mary trying to do right now? Is she trying to escape? Trying to understand? She's probably trying to escape. This is all freaky. And and right. I don't know. I'm sorry. Um. Well, when you were initially running down uh, to go and meet Digby, uh, you would have found, um, or you would have run along the uh, what what looks to be like the grand entrance. Um, a large um, double door that would be just to the right of this area. Okay, yeah. She's she's going to try and open that door, but I think it was her left hand that got burned. She's going to like cover it up with her sleeve and try not to just in case, because she doesn't have good luck with doorknobs yeah um as you attempt to open it you can see that it's locked from the outside um from the inside looks like you'll need a key to open it Ugh. Day okay yeah dang <laughs> all right um is there, like, a rug or something that she can, like, try? You know how people, like, put keys under doormats and stuff? Can she start uh, looking under things? Is there furniture Unfortunately, in the room there's like... no rug. The, um, the floor in this area is made of tile. Uh, to describe this room more, it's a large entrance hall. Um, immediately across from the door is the staircase that you came down earlier. Um, that goes off into two sides um, and goes along this this balcony. Um, this this room is tall, um, and you can see that it proceeds into the next floor. Um, it's it's your very stereotypical grand entrance hall um, with a door to the left and a door to the right for the west and east wings, respectively. Okay. Um, well, she's already been up the stairs and in one of those rooms, because that's where she started out. Mm -hmm. So I think she's going to try, let's try going through the one just kind of passageway. Like you said, there were two doors, they were locked, but there was a third kind of just walkway into the next part of the mansion. Oh, that's the way that you, uh, that's the way that you went to get oh, to the entrance hall. Oh, yeah. 
Never mind, I'm stupid. It's okay. Uh, then she goes back up the stairs, but the opposite way. Like, okay, so down the opposite side. As you go up the stairs, um, and you travel to the left, uh, you find yourself in the bedroom that Digby woke up in. Um, it has a radio antenna sitting on the windowsill, um, and, in, I mean, in the room, uh, you can see all sorts of, like, cabinets and cupboards, and of course there's the bed. Okay, she starts opening all of the cabinets and cupboards and things like that, just to see if there are any keys to get okay. out. Um, as you take this this room apart, um, you f- you find a wooden hand. Um, oh. Yeah. Hmm. Like one of those. I think I posted it. I think I posted it. Um, I think you in, did. In a dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You find that one wooden hand um, in a cabinet. Uh, like like what looks to be like a little dresser um, that you open up and it has like a bunch of a bunch of dresses inside uh, as you inspect them further you can see that they are stained with something that looks like blood um, but you can't really tell it might not be uh, yeah she it might stops just, rifling yeah. through them almost immediately uh, what? <laughs> she stops she stops rifling through them almost immediately. Okay. Um in one of the sleeves you do find that um you do find the hand though. In the sleeve? In it like jutting out of the sleeve of the dress. Okay. All right. Yeah. She moves over to the bed then okay um what are you doing with the bed how are you interacting with it uh she starts throwing pillows off she's she's frantic at this point very anxious trying to get out by any means necessary okay um as you take the bed apart um you hmm Roll a sharp check. Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to figure out the... I got a 10. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Um, (laughs) And as you're investigating this bed, something falls out. And that something is a red key. Oh, nice. Um... What would you like to do now, Mary? Uh, she pockets it? 
and then kind of stops for a second. And I don't know. Are there any books or any, like, anything that someone that was in this room before would have been writing on or, like, any record of life here other than, like, the dresses and the weird hand and that stuff? Um, there's, of course, the clothes. There's the uh, wooden hand. I mean, there's the radio antenna. Like, there's not much other than all of those things. Just tell me what you'd like to what you'd like to take. Uh, I think if she'll just like take the take key. Anything. I think she'll just take the key. Okay. Um, and as you take the key, uh, do you move rooms? There's not. You do, you don't you poke around. You don't really find any signs of life. It looks to be less like it's never been used and more like it hasn't been used in a long time. Okay. Then, yeah, she... I, I'd like to try opening probably... It's probably not going to be the front door, but she doesn't know that. So, can I try using it on the front door? Sure. Um, you go to the front door, um, and you try to insert the key. It doesn't work. Okay, what about uh, in the other room? There were two doors that were locked. So you try both of the doors. The first door on the top left corner of this room, uh, you attempt, and it does not open. What about the second door? The second door, um, you stick the key in, turn it. Uh, the lock clinks. And the door opens. Ooh. It's progress. Yeah. Uh, she kind of nudges the door open. And can I try looking in the room before actually, like, walking in? Because this is spooky. Uh, the room appears to be dark. Does she still have her phone? And, like, phone a flashlight? Um, you... Since you did sacrifice so much to get your phone, I will say that you have it. Um, and you can use the basic components, but you do not have any cell service, um, or internet. So you cannot look things up and you cannot, like, contact people. But okay. you can use, like, the flashlight. Okay. Then she pops that baby on. Uh, so as the flashlight, uh, clinks on, um... You see, the the main thing that uh, stands out to you first is uh, one of like those hanging um, lights with a light bulb. Okay. Um, but other than that, you can see uh, counters, um, little knife blocks. Um, you can see ladles and mixers uh, laid across racks on the walls. Um, you have found yourself in a kitchen. A massive kitchen, by the looks of it. Okay. Maybe you can cook your way out of the, out of the place. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Cooking Mama 5. Escape the Schaefer Mansion. <laughs> 
Cooking uh, Mama the TTRPG. Yeah, that's a good idea. We should capitalize on that. No, um, she definitely, there are knife blocks. She grabs a knife uh, um, just in case. Okay, so that knife, uh, I'll say you grab, what do you grab? There's a cleaver, there's like a chef's knife, um, and then there's like a small paring knife. The biggest one she can grab. So I'm assuming that's the cleaver. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. the cleaver would be the largest one. Yeah. Um, as you grab this cleaver, you can tell that it is heavy, especially for Mary. Um, it's gonna be hard to wield. Um, and you know that you're only gonna be able to do harm with this weapon. Um, if you, like, like meta knowledge, you are only going to be able to do harm, uh, with this weapon if you get a full success. Okay. That's okay. I still think she would go for it. Okay. Um, and just looking around, uh, do you turn the light on? Yes. So as you turn the light on, uh, you can tell that there is a wood, uh, fire oven, um, there is all, all sorts of, like, um, these cast iron appliances, um, very dated, but, like, you could tell that this was top-of-the-line kitchen equipment, um, at one point or another, like, the best of its kind, um, all of this stuff, uh, you can tell that the... The owner of the house, or uh, one of uh, some of the staff, was was very talented at using this, um, because it's it's not worn or broken in any way. It was it was kept in pristine quality, um, but in the corner uh, you can see a bubbling pot of water. Actively bubbling. Actively bubbling. Ooh. Is, other than the water, is there anything else in there? Uh, as you can tell right now, no. Okay. She starts looking around and going, like, hello? Um. You, you left your pot here. <laughs> uh, rem- Let's see. Uh, roll investigate a mystery. Okay. That is sharp. Okay. Another ten. Another Ooh. ten. That's fucking Good awesome. Roll. Um, yeah. Thank you. So she's smart today, I guess. <laughs> Um, as you look around and call out, nobody answer, answers your call, um, but you can, um, ask me, you can, you can ask me any two of the questions, um, on the investi- investigative mystery sheet. Okay, okay. Sorry, I have one sheet pulled up, but that's not the one. Uh, I can tell you what the questions are. Okay, or I think I see it. 
Yes, okay, I have it. Um... Okay, outside of the game, what's the better question to ask? What happened here, or what is being concealed here? Um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, Fair enough. You can ask both, since you did get, roll a 10. I can? Okay, then, yeah. then I'll ask both, please. Okay, so what question do you want an answer to first? Uh, what happened here? So, uh, you can tell that this kitchen, um, it was, it was the scene of something. Either a dispute or a fight. Um, you can see some sort of crack in the wall. Um, the site of an impact of some sort. Um, what you can tell is that whatever it was that impacted this wall is a, a general human height. Um, like a five foot seven. Um, uh, and it left sort of like an imprint. Okay. Uh... Okay, then instead of what is being concealed here, where did it go in terms of, I guess, whoever that person was? So, leading away from that impact, um, you can see a trail of claw marks. And as you follow that, um, it leads you to a ventilation system. Oh, that's spooky. Um, but what you can tell about this ventilation system is that it is very narrow. It is incredibly narrow. Like, um, half a foot by half a foot. It's not a lot of room to work with. Not a ton of room to work with. Um, and you can, and you can tell whatever this thing was in, in size and width, uh, did, does not fit that ventilation system, but that is where the, uh, trail runs cold. Huh. Okay. Um, the pot of water is boiling. Is, like, the heat source actively hot, or is it, like, there is it no was heat turned source. off? Huh. This Maybe might it was sound just like... turned off. Like, recently. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? What, what am I supposed to do? Uh, okay. Okay. Are there any... So it's a kitchen. Is there any way to get out of it other than going back where I just was? Uh, there is one entrance and one exit. Is the exit open? Uh, the exit is... Or there's... The one entrance and the one exit oh, are the oh, same. It's the oh. one door. Lord! Okay. Are there cabinets? It's a kitchen, right? Yeah. Yes, there are cabinets. She starts looking through those. 
Um, so as you look through, uh, you find uh, in one of the cabinets a spice drawer, um, except for one exception. You can see all of the standard spices, uh, turmeric, thyme, um, just your standard stuff. All the teas. Uh, yeah, all the teas. And then some sort of strange vial of liquid. It's taking everything in me not to be like, she drinks it. Because she wouldn't. But I really want to know what happens. Yeah? She pockets it. Okay. Um, you pocket that. Uh, looking through a little bit more, something something catches your eye. Um, one of the things on the shelves um, and racks, of course there are all of these uh, kitchen appliances, but one ladle stands out to you in particular. Yeah. It's, it seems to be covered in like these glowing runes. Some writing that you cannot understand. And on the handle, you can see two indents, two buttons, um, both with an English A and B, respectively. Okay. Um, other than that, I mean, it's a it's a wooden handle with these like strange, weird, glowing runes carved into it. Are they able? If you touch them, are they like similar to buttons where you can push it in? Or um, so with the buttons, yes, you you can push them in. She starts fiddling the fuck around with that. Um, when you go to push the button in. Um, the runes glow red. Ooh. Okay. Just gotta mean something. Or not. I don't know. Here's my thought process here. Ladles are spoons, and spoons <laughs> mix liquid, and there's a pot of liquid just sitting here. Right? Uh-huh. Correct. So if I take the ladle and I start mixing the water, and I have this vial of shit, why, why not? Why not? So Fuck do you pop the uh, cap on the, on the vial? Yes. Um, as you uncork it, the vial um, reacts with the air and dissipates. Do I... Oh. The the liquid evaporates. What? All of it? <laughs> no. What? No. Uh oh. Okay. I put the ladle in the, the pot of water, I guess. Uh, but it's as way you less cool. insert the ladle into the pot of water, you hear a resounding, just tone. Oh. From around the kitchen. The metal, uh, cast iron utensils start to shake. What do you do? Uh... uh 
Shit, I don't know. I keep going with uh, it? As you keep attempting to push it into the boiling water, um, everything starts shaking and vibrating, and the water starts pushing back on the ladle as if it's not ready yet. Well, I tried putting the secret ingredient in, but the universe doesn't want that to happen either. D- uh, this episode should be titled, Mary Learns She Cannot Cook. <laughs> um, okay. Then she pockets the ladle, too. Okay. Um, and at this time, we're going to cut back over to Digby. Oh, thank God. Gasp. That was so stressful <laughs> for no reason. You're you're killing it up there. Th- thanks, Artie. Um, Digby Bush, you have just been pulled into the subterranean uh, part of the mansion. Um, you seem to be in an alcove uh, with these deep wooden walls. It's like um. It's like if a wine cellar uh, was stretched out uh, into this long, narrow hallway. You can see barrels of just liquid um, lining. Hmm. And it, it on, stretches. On both sides? On both sides. And okay. it stretches out for, for a, good, a good while, at least a, like, a, like a yard or so. A couple of yards. Okay. And. At the end of that is just a wall, then? Um, at the end of that, uh, it branches off into two, uh, into two ways that you could go. And... Dig- oh, yeah, oh, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, you're in the, you're in the middle of this. You, you, you okay. didn't just get plunged into the start. As you turn backwards, it's the same deal on the other side. Okay. All right. So, two ways to go, both with branching paths. Yep. Okay. Um, Digby is gonna. He he picked up his note notebook, right? His journal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. You got it. Dude, I is, well, shoot. I think I might want to like inspect the hallway a little bit more. It's probably not gonna do anything. Um, it's not as easy as okay. it seems, is it? <laughs> let's see um i'll have you roll read a bad situation oh okay let's see six six that is an abject failure okay um, you don't you don't know bullshit. You can't pick up on bullshit. Uh the best that you can do, uh you look at the barrels um and inspect them a little bit more. They seem to be leaking some red liquid. All right. Um I think that it would be best to just pick a direction and start heading somewhere. Um So okay, left or right? say let's say left and there's a further divide at the end of the hall right uh yes left or right let's go right 
Okay, so as you turn right, um, actually immediately you are met uh, with another choice, left or right. But this time it is two doorways. Okay. Parallel to one another. Um, they both have writing inscribed over top of them. One of, what does it say? Um, well, the thing is, you can't exactly make it out. Huh. Um, okay. Can I, like, make out at least some of it? Or is it, like, in a language Digby doesn't understand? Uh, it seems to be written in Latin. Ooh. Okay. Do you have any justification for why Digby would know any Latin? Hmm. I'd think that maybe, like, he had to learn Latin when researching, like, a, something in the past. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if he would. All right. Um, um. let's see. I'm trying to think of, like, something I could use. Um. Hmm. I'm not sure. So make a make a sharp check to just intuit maybe okay. what this what this might mean. I feel like his Digby's previous research could could have led him to come across like not learning the language but maybe like coming to recognize at least like one or two words. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that, that would be... I'm just going to roll. Okay. Five. Uh, five? Uh, yeah, you, you, you don't. Um... Yeah, I figured. Yeah, so... Are you going to choose a door? Digby is going to turn around and go to go um he explored one path of the left hallway now he's going to explore the other one uh, the other part okay so like he went left and went right but now he's going to go back and go to the left side of that um, hallway okay the initial hallway or the one that you went right on the one that I went right way <laughs> So, Davey, he picked a direction, and the, he picked left, and then went right. Yeah. Oh, and so if now he were back are... at the starting point, it would be left and then left again. Left and then left, okay. So yeah. you turn directly backwards and walk forwards. Yeah. Um, okay, and as you start walking, um, you come to a decline. Um, it seems to go further downwards. Hmm. Okay. Um, I think in general, Digby wants to get up and back to the one other person he knows around here. So I think it might be time to hold off in the decline and see what the the right side of the hallway has. Okay. Um, as you go to the right side of the hallway, um, and which 
Which way are you going? Let's go right again. Um, so you're going right, right. Um, mm -hmm. As you get there, um, you find a solid wall. Okay. Uh, it seems to be made of stone. Uh, the rest has been wood paneling. Uh, this is the first stonework you've seen. Um, it looks to be rather smooth. Uh, smooth. There's no like indents or carving um, out of it. It's it's the smoothest stone you've ever seen in your entire life. Shoot, like no like indications of like the stone being laid on top of one another. It's just like this one smooth, one stone smooth wall. slab of stone. <sighs> All right. Um, Digby's gonna walk to the one part he hasn't explored yet, directly behind. Um, and as you walk through that particular doorway, you discover a chair. Hmm. A rocking chair. Okay. Is it another dead end as well? Yeah. Interesting. Um, Digby's gonna examine this rocking chair, see if there's um, anything odd about it. Okay. Uh, well, just surface level impressions. You can see that it is well. It's made of it's made of wood, um, sort of like a birch. Um, it seems to be perpetually rocking. Oh. Um. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah, and I mean, that's that's all you can really glean from the rocking chair. There's no deeper meaning there. Digby's going to scribble that down in his notebook. That this chair seems to be per perpetually rocking. And, um... I don't think that he would try to open the doors without, like, knowing... Or at least knowing what the doors say, at least as a, not as a last resort. So I think the way is going to be the stairs or the descent. Okay. Um. And as you turn away from the rocking chair, um. Make. Okay, I'll give you the situation, and then I'll I'll have you decide how to react to this. The wooden or the stone slab from before. Uh, blocking off that other hallway um starts to encroach on you it it is it is pushing forward oh boy um okay. and it has already overtaken the like hallway that you would walk oh down so i can't get side. back no it is it is moving towards you um and you Shoot. have about uh 10 20 feet until it makes contact all right um and it's it's it it's going fast i'm assuming or um, slow? slowly okay hmm i'd say digby is going to pick up the rocking chair no he's not going to pick it up um he's going to sit sit in the rocking chair or attempt to. Okay. Um, as you sit down in this rocking chair, you can feel yourself 
moving with it. You cannot stop its motion. You cannot make it go faster. It rocks at a constant pace, and you rock with it. Um, okay. Um, that does not help much. It might, but I don't know. Digby hasn't figured out if that's going to help or not yet. Um, Ten feet? Hmm. What happens to the rocking chair if Digby tries to pick it pick it up? Um, is it still going to rock? When you pick the or... rocking chair up, um, it continues to rock, but you do pick it up. Oh, okay. Um, and that sort of... It, it surprises you, uh, so you let go of the rocking chair, um, but it stays where you where you let go of it about midair oh seems to be fixed in space this is giving me an idea all right um digby's gonna immediately try and push it up against the the wall okay you push it up against the wall and with every rock it's uh of the chair it seems to push the wall backwards now we're getting somewhere okay (laughs) um i guess just keep pushing until the wall goes back um okay uh or um maybe i could push the wall back further than it originally started like so as you i don't know if that's possible as you continue to push the wall back you do go past the initial point um aha uh-huh. and you seem to uncover a secret um bit um there is a small chest hidden in a divot do you interact with it um i don't see why not doesn't i feel like well i th- i think digby would go for it so you open it up and inside you find a taxidermy bird missing its wings and its feet. Oh, I figured. Okay. Um that's kind of unsettling to Digby. Um that's something from that far in his past will just be here. Um, hmm. This could be researched further, so Digby's going to take it with him, I think. Okay. Digby, as you pocket it, you get a sinking feeling. Something is Im- something is there Am with you. <laughs> no, you are not sinking. But, okay. but you get this sinking feeling in your stomach. You can sense the presence of something nearby. Okay. Um If Digby puts the bird down. Is that what 
does that do anything with the presence or the sinking feeling? No, it it lingers. All right, he picks the bird back up, and um, I'd say peek around the corner, just barely, see if anything's in the hallway. Okay. All right. Well. So, around the corner, you see something, and you don't, like, you don't get it at first, because it almost seems to contradict something that you already know. You see what appears to be vaguely the shape of the Wendigo. Oh, okay. But no. Unfortunately, like not unfortunately, but contrary to your pre-existing notions, its arm almost seems to be wriggling. Um, it's it's left one, and its right is is way too large and bulky. Um, and its legs are a different shape. Only the general torso and the head remain the same, but also the head looks different. The face is human. That is concerning. The face Um, that stares back at you right in your eyes is Dakota Burns. Okay, so when I peeked around the corner, it's looking directly at me. Yep. Oh, okay. Hi, Dakota. Um. (laughs) Shoot. So, Digby doesn't have anything on him right now. Right. Would it, is that is that safe to assume? Because he was like out getting groceries before this. Um, I would I would not say you have any of your weaponry on you. Uh, yeah. Anything okay. that you would like keep on you at all times, you have like your notebook. Um, but if you do want to say that you have something on you, I would need you to justify why. Okay. Say. I'm trying to think back um, about like what was useful against a Wendigo. Um, last time, Digby faced it. Um, all right. Well, since this is new, I don't think. Okay, I'm gonna get to that later. Um, Shoot, sorry. <laughs> um, let's say... Hmm. Sorry, it's taking me so long to think. Oh, it's okay. Uh... I would say that Digby 
keeps a dagger on him. Like the one, um, I'm pretty sure he had this in the last mission. It was just like a, I think it was listed as the magic dagger. Yeah. Like, um, a, like a small little. Yeah. Yeah. A little knife. Yeah. And. Yeah. Justification. Um. <laughs> I'd say he keeps he keeps it around like in general for usefulness like so, like you would keep a pocket a pocket knife around yeah um, less for self defense and more for like utility right I really don't know if that's going to help at all um no 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 so you have this one knife on you. Um, so you are armed in some way. So if you were to get into a scuffle, uh, with this creature, you would be able to defend yourself. Okay. It starts skulking towards you. If, oh God, Digby's pretty cautious right now because one, this was, it looks almost like someone he knew. And two, this is not like, if this was like the Wendigo he fought before, I think, he would be more okay with fighting it, but since this is, like, a new thing, he's not as prepared. Um, Digby's going to back up into the room with the chest. Okay. And is it just, like, is this room directly, I mean, is there, like, a corner I can hide behind? I mean, Digby can hide behind in the room, or is it just so like a straight shot to the room with no? The way the way that it uh, worked was there was this hallway that the stone slab uh, moved through, um, and you basically pushed it back into what was an indent uh, with like a small little alcove, and that's where you found the chest. Okay, so, you... so that could be a hiding spot, really. Like I can, or. Um, is it <laughs> you can tell make okay make a sharp check okay nine okay nine um you know the thing that is attracting this beast um is the uh or the thing that initially attracted this beast was the um rocking chair knocking into that stone wall it does make quite a bit of noise okay um and so you would be able to tell that maybe this is not the greatest hiding spot as it is still right next to it okay um If I were, if Digby ran across to the room that the rocking chair originally was, the thing would probably see him. Um, all right, I've got an idea. Digby's going to grab the rocking chair again and walk back out into the main hall and have the rocking chair just in between him and the Wendigo. I think it might be the best course of action. 
So that okay, smart. Um, so do you set it on the ground or do you set it like in the middle of the air? Like two feet off the ground. Okay. Or three. Two feet off the ground. So it this hallway is about seven feet tall. Um you can see this monster, it kind of has to duck down a little bit, probably eight feet tall. Um, and as you fully round the corner um, and are facing it, you can see what is so different about this creature. Um, its right arm is a hulking ape-like limb. Its left, a serpent. A what? A serpent. A, a snake. Oh, okay. Um, its legs are that of a goat. Um, sort of those crooked, like, white um, goat legs. Uh, it, it looks yeah. incredibly unnatural. Hmm. Okay. Um. And it's still just advancing. Um, yes, it's it's slowly lumbering towards you. Um, and as you look, you can see that the face, Dakota's face. Um, yeah. Only his left eye is human. The right seems to be these insectoid, uh, spider-like eyes that dot the left side of his face. This is starting to like look less and less like a window windigo to me than than just like something else entirely. Uh it's kind of my thought process right now. The general the general torso is exactly the same. It's just these these mutated okay. um bits that that are different. The the general um what you saw before was like a silhouette. Okay. God, I really don't know what to do here. Um <laughs> I guess, like, wait and see how it interacts with the rocking chair. So, how far are you standing away from the rocking chair? Hmm. I'd say... Five feet back. Okay. Um, as it interacts with the rocking chair, uh, it, it sort of gets close, watches it move, sort of studies it, looks up, makes eye contact with you. And then in a matter of seconds, it jumps upwards, latches onto the ceiling, and then pounces down on top of you. Oh, yay. Roll, uh, roll act under pressure. Okay. I was hoping that would be at enough distance, but I guess not. All right. Four. Four? Yeah. Uh, so how would Digby like to attempt to get away from this thing? So he's just, like, pinned right now just by, like, its whole... What I'm going to say is the moment that this act under pressure is is taking 
is the moment where it is still up on the ceiling about to pounce down on you. Okay. Digby is going to attempt to dive, like, towards the rocking chair. Maybe see if, like, it'll overshoot the pounce. Are you going to try... And land behind him? Are you going to try and, like, aim for underneath the rocking chair? I don't... No. Uh, that would be, like, too... I'm thinking, like, just, like, lunger, j- jump or dive in, in the chair's general direction. Okay. Like, towards the other side of the hall so as you do and as you jump in that direction um you you sort of freak out like this is not a very you weren't expecting this um and so you falter and you fumble um and as you do it lands behind you and wraps that snake limb around your left leg um shoot and it bites into your leg and starts to pull you backwards. Oh, okay. Um, Digby's going to make an attempt to try and, I guess, like, cut off the snake one. Okay. From. Uh, kick some ass. <laughs> okay. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. So as you slice the head of the snake um it dislodges um and you can see it recoil in pain um and the head of the snake disintegrates and you can see the face of the monster start to look confused um and it looks it retracts the hand um and looks at where the wound is and it looks like it's expecting something um and that thing isn't happening and uh it looks it looks angry well i think um it's time to book it i would say i'll i'll just yeah i'll just give this to you 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 fought this thing hard um you book it down the hallway uh you use the rocking chair um you kind of step over it um and jump uh, getting a little bit of air there and running, uh, you can hear it tearing um, after you. Okay. Uh, um, where do you go now? At least Digby knows that the that the descent is going to lead someplace. He doesn't know where the doors go, so I think that's going down is is his only option right now. Okay. Um. So you take a sharp left and you go down this dark, dark set of stairs. Hello, one and all. Uh, this is me recording the mid-roll for episode five of Lazarus. Um, it is currently uh, almost two o'clock in the morning, the Saturday, hopefully before this comes out. Um, I'm really trying to get uh, the whole entire editing thing down. I'm trying to get a... Uh, a rhythm for it. I do work a full-time job, so it's hard to really produce these things. Um, but I'm trying to get it down to a point where I can do it weekly. Um, and what that'll mean for our schedule um, with Imaginots is there will be one Shui Schwabage and one um, Lazarus 
every week uh, posted on Monday and Tuesday, respectively. Um, hopefully that works for everyone and hopefully I can keep up with that. Uh, the way that it's looking, I don't think that um, Monday, the Monday uh, following this release is going to have another Lazarus. I think it's going to be a two-week um, sort of deal. I think we're going to take a week off um, because we just have not recorded enough material to get that far ahead yet. Um, but that's enough about me blabbing on about the scheduling. Um, you want to hear all about all the sorts of stuff. Uh, I just want to shout out a couple of the people, a couple of the artists um, featured here. Um, I reutilized um, one of the tracks from last time, um, March of the Morose, uh, done by Dara, um, Dr. Vera Music on Fiverr, um, incredible. Uh, two tracks uh, with the Monster Encounter, uh, Deus Ex Machina and Evil Approaches, uh, were created by uh, Inclined uh, Miguel um angel uh 960 on fiverr uh i love them uh that i think it's going to be the style for digby centric things moving forward um the theme of mary uh was created by the amazing tom 998 uh, on fiverr and of course our intro and uh now outro uh that we featured here was created by um club moses on fiverr uh, i all of that is amazing um our logo and uh, the map from last session were created uh by our very own bella noel roberts um and uh i mean you heard last time and you heard in the intro for this podcast but uh we have riley tanner playing jack mercer um which is very, very exciting. Um, now that that's out of the way, I would like to sh shill the Patreon. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to shill the Patreon. Hey, guys, lots of good tracks. Lots of good music featured here in today's episode, right? Right. And so, what should you go and do? Well, I'll tell you what you should go and do. You should go and download it on patreon.com slash imaginots. Um, it's, it, all of these tracks are just incredible. Uh, I love every single one of them. And um, there are some tracks that haven't even been used. Some tracks that I am not planning on using for a long, long time that I'm going to make public on uh, Patreon well before they're utilized. Uh, absolute bangers, and I hope you guys are there to listen to them. Um, again, this is all going in the $5 tier, so if you have $5 a month to spend, uh, please support us. It goes back into the show. Um, that $5 goes into paying um, the musicians and artists and everybody, so I can, you know, spend my money <laughs> on, like, living and stuff. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I just, I'm so happy with the success of episode one. I'm so happy with all of the product that I've gotten for this. Um, 
and I'm really proud of Artie and Bella for playing so well on this session. Um, this is this is a real banger. Uh, I know there have been some mishaps and uh, a couple of hiccups uh, to do with the audio um, in this session. I I do. It, there was a lot of stuff that I couldn't do anything about. There was a little bit of um, stuff towards the beginning, especially that was pretty bad. But going into the second half here, uh, you guys are pretty much uh, dealing with smooth sailing moving forward. Um, I believe that's all. Um, yeah, I just hope you guys enjoy the rest of the cast. Get back to it. And we're going to go back to uh, Mary. Oh. She, okay, can she, like, can we hear the stuff? Like, if I was banging stuff around up here, would Digby be able to hear it? Nope. And, like, vice in versa? No, in no nope. way, shape, or form do you have any recollection of what is going on. That that doesn't feel right. I could have fallen a, a, a long way. I don't know true the mega basement uh already already for you it felt like it felt like five feet five feet drop uh oh, but mary okay. as you look if you examine compared to the library if you examine the hole at all um it looked like impossibly deep oh yeah i probably should have looked at that i i'm learning i'm learning things about myself like maybe I could be better at mystery solving, but it's okay. <laughs> All right. She pocketed the ladle, right? She did pocket the ladle. Yes. So you are still in the kitchen uh, and you've sort of found everything um, you needed. How big is the pot of water? Can she try taking it? If you were to touch it, it is impossibly hot, and if you were to grab it, it's impossibly heavy. Can she take the vial that she has and take some of the water from it? Um, the water, as soon as it interacts with the vial, like, whoosh, into mist. Evaporates? Okay. Cool, cool. Then I, I guess she leaves the kitchen. Okay, so um, at this point, you have... Uh, you can still go and investigate more of the conservatory where, like, the hole and um, Dakota's body is. Um, you looked around on the east wing. You could go to the west wing, which you've uh, completely, you haven't touched at all. Um, you can... I thought I came from the west wing. No, you wing, came from the, like originally. You came from the east wing. Oh. Then yeah, I'll check out the West Wing. Um, so as you go to the West Wing, um, you find a... You can either go left or right um, in this hallway. Okay. Um, let's go to the left. So going to the left takes you down this uh, deep mahogany hallway. Uh, and as you take a sharp right you find yourself in the library. It is this okay. large Beauty and the Beast style library with these multicolored books. 
you can tell that this is probably the part of the mansion that was taken the best care of. It looks insanely, like, fresh. Um, there's no dust on the books. Um, they are colorful. Uh, they look to be rare tomes. Each with their own, okay. like, uh, importance. You could never, like, fully understand. Okay. Um. This, this seems like the type of room that would have a secret bookcase wall. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, so with respect to the books, because she, she does respect literature, um, she kind of slowly starts testing the bookshelves, I guess, like taking books and like slowly leaning them out. Because that's normally how those kinds of things work. You pull a book out a little bit and then it pops open. So, um, make a sharp check, Mary. Okay. I got a nine. So doing some basic mathematics in your head, uh, you can tell that there are one, two, three, four, five, six, five thousand, six thousand, seven thousand, eighty thousand, around like eighty thousand books in this one room. No, no, no. But like how many individual bookshelves are there? Um, I would say that they're sorted into around eighty bookshelves. Dang. Okay. And then she kind of takes her time and looks around to see if anything catches her eye, like on the bookshelves themselves. Mary, you're investigating this library. Uh, just looking around, there's not too much, but you do notice this one desk. Um, it seems to be filled with all of these papers, documents, uh, ledgers specifically. Um, stuff having to do with the history of Nirvana, Nevada, the original uh, town. Oh, you knew she starts flipping through that. Um, and as you look through, uh, you can start to piece together this timeline. Um, James Schaefer uh, graduating um, and then coming back to this remote town um after he finished his education at going to pull up the sheet right now uh with all of the stuff um i think he was at like berkeley or something of course he would um he yes um, yeah, he graduated from college, um, around the same time that his parents were killed, uh, tragically. Um, he then instituted a project, uh, he liked to call the Nirvana Project. Um, Nirvana, Nevada was basically a town, um, where people went through, like, complete and utter mental 
Like, they, they were observed for weeks and months on end, um, run through every single background check imaginable, um, placed under psychiatric evaluation. Uh, he wanted people who were clinically, mentally, and categorically pure of heart. He wanted the best of the best. He wanted a pure society that was immune to crime, um, immune to any of the flaws that plagued the rest of the world. He determined that um, human error was something that could be rooted out given enough time. Um, And it worked great for a time until the assassination of James Schaefer. Uh, A mysterious assailant murdered him inside of his home. Uh, The only other one present was his wife, um, and, well, of course, the murderer, uh, someone who was never found. Um, No body was turned up, but right after this incident was another incident, the end of Nirvana and Nevada, um, where it was swallowed by a gigantic sinkhole. An event that uh, this book, this ledger, uh, seems to refer as the, um, the christening. And uh, that's, that's where the ending is left off. It's the basic uh, beginning and ending of Nirvana Nevada. Um, there are also a couple of names of the residents. Um, Lawrence Lockjaw, um, the Rose family, uh, Laurel Player, um, who lived with her father, Larry Player, um, Marigold Gelbund, um, and of course, also another name off to the side, uh, seems to be someone who was considered, but never inducted, um, a man named Salvador Sumner. Yeah. Uh, and that's all you find in this ledger. Uh, also on this desk is a pack of tarot cards. Um, and just, a just like an old, old throwing dart. Huh. So... The the documents in the ledger, she pulls out her phone and takes pictures of them. Okay, you can do that. Because, yeah. Um, just to have them. And then she looks over at the tarot deck and kind of thinks, huh, that stupid fucking voice in my head would really like these. Mary, and... I fucking love tarot. <laughs> Let me read your fortune, Mary. I think I have a guess. <laughs> what you know say? what? You know what? What the fuck? Why not? Let's do it. Let's 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 do the tarot. That's that's great. Okay, Mary, I'm going to use your body to read your tarot. Yep. She's she's been through enough. Oh. 
to let it. It's good. She's gonna let it. All right. Happen. So uh, he instructs you to pull <laughs> three cards, um, and they're placed down. Um, and as you pick the first one up, he says, "Well, Mary, this is your past. Your where you came from." Uh, everything that has led up to this current point. This represents that. Um, and as you flip it over, um, it is a skull uh, with these bleeding eyes. And he says, Oh, the Death Arcana. Mary! <laughs> I did not know you came from such a lovely place. Um, uh, are you sure you've never killed anyone? Shut up. It was probably my dad or something. Okay. Um, and then he instructs you to turn over the next one. This represents she... the present day. Your current situation. And as you flip the card over, a skull with diamonds in the eyes. Ah, oh, death. A good friend of mine. Hmm. I really don't know how this came to be. There's usually only one of each arcana in the deck. And then he instructs you to turn over the final. And as you turn it over, it is a skull with two human hearts hyper-realistic in the eye sockets. I'll tell you something, Mary. If this is representative of anything, it represents that your dance with death? <laughs> well, it's just beginning. And it's never gonna let go. Okay, this is great. And she kind of takes the cards, throws them in her pocket. Um, okay, so as you pocket those cards, um, make me a weird check. Yeah, I figured something like that was going to happen. Oh, oh, no, wait. That's also a plus two. I didn't oh, you got a thing, 13? I got an 11 anyway. Whoa. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't realize Jeez. how to type it in. Mary, as you close your eyes, trying to just erase this voice from your mind, you can't. You come to an epiphany. You realize that whatever it is, it's... It's a part of you. It's something that you can't root out. It's something that you can't control. But then something deep down inside of you, not that voice, but another, your own, tells you that maybe it's something that you can utilize. Something that you can control. Something that you shouldn't be afraid of. 
And as you open your eyes, you find plastered in this phantasmal light two letters scrawled across bookcases. L and A. Completely separate of each other, but written uh, in the same way. By the same hand. In the wood of the bookshelf? It seems like over top, like in some sort of invisible ink. If she looks around the room, are there any more letters? Uh, not here, but you can, you can sort of feel like your vision has changed. You're tapping into something you weren't before. You've made contact, and it feels good. You feel powerful. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, um, but you have collected all that you can in this room. Okay. Uh, I want to turn and go back to where Dakota is. Now I'm interested. As you turn back towards the conservatory, uh, conservy, uh, you notice the hole, of course. It's this deep, dark, pitch black void. Um, but you also notice, uh, Dakota's body. It's still there, but seemingly it's deteriorated quickly. Um, it seems almost, almost as if you're seeing it in its true form now. Uh, you see rotting flesh. It not not quite as fresh as before. Um, it looks like it's been there for days or weeks or months. Just just sitting there out to rot. Um, and as you look around, actually, in the ceiling, you notice two more letters. Um, and the letters in this room are C and A. Um, it's, it's C and C what? and A. So the ones that you found in the library were L and A, uh, in the conservatory yeah. C and A. Yeah, I'm taking notes of it. Um. Okay, okay. Uh, I, from here I can get to the kitchen, right? Uh, Yes. I run in there and see if I can see any Uh, Nothing in the kitchen, I'm afraid. What about the bedroom I was in? Uh, In the bedroom... She's she's getting a workout. You do not find... You do not see anything. Okay. Uh... Are there any other rooms that aren't locked that she hasn't been uh, in? So back um, 
when you made the decision to go left towards the library. Uh, in the library, there was actually a locked door, um, and then you could have taken a right in the West Wing uh, to go to another set of rooms. Hmm. Okay. Uh... If I, and this will be the last time I go back in there, I promise. If I go, because I have a feeling I know what thing I'm starting to be able to use, would I be able to use the site on Dakota? Uh, Question yeah, I Basically, you have been using the site on Dakota. It says you may communicate with, maybe even make deals with the spirits you oh. see. So there's like nothing else. Um. Okay, here's what you can say. Uh, see, so the spirit within the body seems to have been, and you can tell, consumed by another greater spirit, almost absorbed into it. Okay. Would I... Would I be able to tell if that has anything to do with the claw marks in the kitchen? Um... So... Roll a... Sh I'm either, like, getting somewhere or I'm not... <laughs> it's worrying Roll me. a sharp check to see if you can just, like, put uh, your, like, pull niche um, points together. Okay. Uh, I got a okay, seven. Okay, a seven. Um, so you're able to make sense of some of it. Uh, you would be able to tie the, like figure to the hole in Dakota's chest. Um, like, maybe the thing that exited his body uh, also consumed his soul. That's, that's the connection that you can make. Okay. Um, ooh, ooh, does he have... I'm assuming there's blood, yes. right? Can I take the ladle and try and scoop some of it? Uh, sure. You have, you have blood in the ladle. Did nothing's <laughs> vibrating or doing nope. anything? Okay, I take it to the kitchen, and I try and put some of that blood in the pot of the uh, water. So as the blood goes to make contact the surface of the water, um... <laughs> The water reacts, bubbles, and explodes out, covering your face and blood. Oh! Shit. Oh. Listen, it's not fun. I, I am a woman in STEM. <laughs> I had to try something. Nice going there, Carrie. Shit. Uh, that was a reference. I get it. <laughs> so, that's, yeah. Yeah. 
Huh. Yeah? Do you do you maybe want to look around some more? Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I do. Yeah, I think you do, Mary. That's That was fucking stupid. <laughs> you know, you can't keep talking to me like I this. Thought, I if thought it was good. If we're just coexisting, you're in my head, and that's kind of how it is, do we have to work out, like, an agreement with how you can talk to me? Because I can't take this uh, shit. Mary, gonna be honest, no, we don't, um, because I just, I'm here, and you kind of can't do anything about it, so L plus ratio plus you suck. I mean, <laughs> if my whole terror reading is I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead, if I end up dying, what does that mean for you? Um... Death is not the end for me. You can't do anything with my head. I don't care about your head. If I happen to be inside of somebody else's head, I can accomplish my goals just as well. Ah, well, that's fucking great. And at this point, she's back at the spot where she can turn and she decides to take a right instead of so as you take a right down that hallway you find a bathroom and then you also find two locked doors okay i'm just gonna poke my head in the bathroom because i doubt there's a time uh so in the washroom you can actually see several things um there is a cabinet um, that seems to not have any sort of, like, handle on it. Um, that looks a little bit strange and out of place. You can see a, uh, this, the sink. Um, you can sort of see something glistening at the bottom, uh, down the drain. And then, um, also you can find, um, there was another item in here. What was it? Ah, yes. Um, you open up the seat of the toilet and inside you can find the large hand of a clock. Huh. In the toilet water? In the water? toilet water. All right. I was going to say that I grab it, but she's not reaching her hand into a toilet. Good call, uh, Mary. Thanks so much. Uh, okay. How much is glistening at the bottom of the drain? Like, can I take a little bit and try to put it in the vial and take the rest of it and put it so in the So it ladle? seems like, uh, less, less like there's, like, a, a glistening liquid and more like in, like, Ew. deep down in the drain, there's something stuck in the darkness. Um, and as you take actually another item that you have out of your pocket, the red key, uh, you can observe that it is the same sort of thing, like a gem adorning it, just blue instead of red. This this blue light reflection. Oh, then yeah, we're gonna figure out a way to get that thing out. Um, can she just like stick her hand in the drain? Uh, it does not go down far enough. You can only stick, like, your fingers in there. Um, and also, as you turn around and look at the door, 
you can see a a uh, letter, an R. An, an R. R. Okay. Uh. Shit. What else? Uh. I want to get that key. Well, I'm assuming it's a key. Is there, like, a plunger or something that I can try to, like, yoink it out of the uh, train No, with? I... You sort of figure that the best solution for you is to get something long and thin to, uh, like, sort of hook it out with. Can I take the hand? Um... And, like, it, curve one of the... Or the radio antenna? Um. So the the radio antenna is thin enough, um. But as you sort of stick it in, it has no sort of hook, and um. Can I bend what? it? Can I bend it if it's thin and metal? Oh, it does not. You you can't. You cannot bend it. It seems to be like like sturdy is what it seems to be um okay but as you as you stick it down in there uh make me an act under pressure <laughs> I got that's two. the worst Oof. possible thing that you could have rolled those are rough so yeah. as you ah! stick the antenna down in there You hear that coming from oh, just geez. over your left um, shoulder, uh, and you accidentally move too sharply, uh, and you knock into the key, uh, shaking it loose as it falls down the drain. Oh. Fuck, shit, why did you do that? Hmm. I'm assuming it was you, stupid fucking voice in my head. Um, and as you turn to look over your left shoulder, you can see Dakota's face. Uh. And picking back up with Artie. Um, Arthur, uh, Digby is running uh, down this flight of stairs. Um, and he has been for what seems like a, a good amount of time. Like some... Ugh. It's been... It's felt like... M- not minutes, per se... Like fifteen or twenty minutes—that sort of interval. That's a lot. It's a of lot time of time to be, to be running, running downstairs. downstairs. But you—you oh. you look back up, and every single time in your brain, it doesn't exactly feel strange, because like you know you couldn't have been running down a flight of stairs for ten or fifteen minutes, but also you know that you've made more progress than you are able to like see visually indicated. Like you look back up, you can still see the see the light and it's pretty like luminous. Oh. That's strange. Um and I can see the light and there's like no like silhouette or anything of the window. No silhouette, no. Okay. I don't know how I could have shaken it off when I was just running down a straight flight of stairs, but 
um, Digby is gonna, I guess, like, I find it really odd that the creature's gone. Um, can I do, like, a check to see if, like, there really is nothing behind me? Um, or, like... Is or is it just clear, like that? Uh, there's just the light. Uh, roll sharp. Okay. Seven. You run your hand across the wall, and you realize something. Yeah. It's weirdly like smooth. It's it's like strangely smooth and it's strangely oh. It's strangely cold. And you've definitely felt this before. Does it feel like the wall that moved? Um it does not feel uh -huh. like stone. Uh it feels more like oh. glass. Okay. Um, and that's strange. as you look back at the light that you can see, you can tell that it's almost distorted in a way. It's a reflection. <laughs> My eyes just walked into the mirror dimension. <laughs> uh... And you can also tell that the way that you've been walking, like the, the uh, passageway that you've been walking down, has been slowly winding so subtly in fact that you haven't been able to like tell but it has been winding i don't i don't trust these these stairs anymore <sighs> um shoot i guess it's probably not a good idea to go up since the creature could or there's a possibility of it be still being there. So I guess Digby's just going to keep on heading down. I don't see another any other option. Okay, as you continue down, uh, you eventually do come to a stop. Alrighty. Uh, where exactly do I stop? A dark dark chamber you look you okay. look around um, and you can see that it is almost prison like um, it's this hole yeah, have, have you ever seen uh, The Dark Knight Rises um like a million years ago. Uh, I haven't watched it you recently. Remember when Bruce Wayne gets thrown into the uh like like the whole prison? Like the, the whole yeah. Yeah, it yeah. It looks yeah. like that. What... Okay. Um is where you go out to. Except there's nothing above. Uh actually there is something above. It looks like there is a a hole made um coming from the house. Um 
like in the floor of the house. You don't know where this would be located. Um, but it is so far above. Um, and you can also see something else. You can see a figure. Just like a figure that I can't, that Digby can't make out or, or are there any defining features? Uh, It is missing its left hand. Um, a mid forties man with long, uh, black hair, um, tied into a ponytail, um, draped down his neck. Um, and you can, looking into his eyes, you can see almost this kaleidoscopic glisten. Okay. It is the, it is the blankest expression you have ever seen. And this man also does not seem to be breathing. Okay. Digby's gonna wave a hand in front of his face. Um. He blinks. Oh. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Hello. <laughs> no response. Huh. Um, and as you sort of, like, do, do you, you walk up, and as you walk up, you can see that underneath this ponytail, um, you can tell that it's, like, it's weirdly, it sits weirdly on his head. And you can tell uh, that the reason is because the backside of his head has a massive divot. As if it's been, like, caved in. Uh, is, is this supposed to be Digby? Is this supposed to be Digby? No, it's not supposed to be Digby. Okay, I just want to make sure, because, like... Oh, yeah, no, you also yeah. have a head injury, but this, what you can what you can make out about this is it's almost as if the back of the head of the skull has been pushed forward to the very front of the face. Wait, wait. I know who it is, meta-knowledge-wise. Do you? I'm not sure if I have any idea yet. Uh, Bella, I will edit this out. Who do you think it is? James Schaefer. Oh, no. Um... Oh. (laughs) Hmm. I thought I was real smart. So... This guy is just in the middle of the oh, room. He's just sitting on a rock in the middle of the room. Doesn't seem to be breathing, but blinked. Um. Wait, did you say he's on a rocking chair? He was not. No, no, he's sitting on a rock. Okay. A rock, okay. Or what looks like a rock. It it seems to be like a rock, but it's it's dark in this room. But make... Yeah. Make a, make like a, I, I hate having to keep rolling like sharp checks. I wish it was Call of Cthulhu that, where there were different like sensory checks. Um, that would be cool. But yeah, roll a sharp check just to see if you can comprehend what it is. Um, whatever it is, it's soft and sort of like spongy. Ooh. A sponge. <laughs> and as you can see... Uh, out of the 
sort of light that's reflected by the mirrors um, a little bit sort of shines on the ground. Um, it almost looks pink. Oh. Is there a burn? Or no? Seems it's... a bit seems a bit brainish. It's concerning. Um so there's nothing else in this room. Yeah, there's nothing else other than this guy in this room. Um Okay. I would anything Digby is gonna write what he sees in his in his journal and um I'm desperate. I don't know what to try. I guess try showing the guy the bird. Um as you show the guy the bird, a tear falls down his eye. Oh, boohoo. And the thing about it <laughs> is, um, out of this kaleidoscopic eye falls a multicolored... It's strange. ...runs down his face and into his hand. And now he is holding his hand out... Um, with the with the tear on it. Uh. All right. I think he's gonna put away the bird and uh. Would he have something to like, hold it? Uh, not not necessarily. Oh oh wait. If I feel like this is important. Um. On Digby's character sheet, I do have. The preparedness ability. Okay, okay. When I need something unusual or rare, or just, I guess I need something, I roll. It's either I have it right here, right now, have it but not here, or it'll take time to okay. get it. Um, maybe I could just like roll to have something to like contain it. Okay. Bottle it. Yeah. yeah. Sure. I'm gonna. I'm gonna use it. Ooh, Holy shit. Okay, you have it right away. So in your pocket, um, you find a bottle of ink um with a little with a little dropper. Um uh before you were using this to ink um some new novels that you were working on. You you always like to to work with ink uh when you're doing like sketches and stuff. Um or at least how uppity. Yeah, or at least uh, when you're... <laughs> it fits. Um, ...detailing them. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if you nice. wanted to, you could empty out all of the ink um, and use the dropper to collect the tear. I think that's what Digby's going to do. Okay. Um, as you empty out the ink onto the floor, um, you can hear this, like, gushing sound... Um, almost as if it's being absorbed. Hmm. Um, like it absorbed into absorbed the floor. Absorbed into the floor. That's all right. Okay. I'd say just go ahead and get the tear. Uh, I you collect the tear. And there's no exit to this room other than the staircase, right? Um, yes. Or is there? Okay. 
Unless you can jump really high. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> hmm. Does the guy react when if Digby showed him his dagger at all? Uh it's a magical No, he like, does not react. Thing, so it's okay. I think that might be all he's gonna get out of this guy then. Um Um The tier is definitely worth looking into. I don't know Digby's not sure what it does, but he It the, looks cool. The it last thing that he does, um when you go to leave is he looks down at where you put the bird and uh another tear falls from his face. But he does not catch it this time. It just falls to the ground. Um Well, sucks yeah, to be him. As you leave. Um and you travel yeah. back up the stairs. Uh you eventually make your way up, um, but this time you do not find uh the monster. You the only part that you have not explored is those two those two doors. The doors. Okay. Um shoot. Let's just take a gamble and pick the right door. Something tells you that um you've you've been in this situation before. Maybe in another life, um you interacted <laughs> with something similar. Um but you can tell that if you don't pick the right door, you will fall down a oh, large pit no, trap. No, are you kidding me? That's exactly what I was thinking of, Quentin. Oh my god. Um, so you hope to God oh. you picked correctly. <laughs> I'm going to step back for a little bit. Hold on. Can, can yeah. we do that? All right. The last time, uh, just out of character, the last time this happened, um, Horace picked the left door, if I remember and we correctly. All fell to our fucking and doom. Nearly got everyone <laughs> killed. So, I think Digby's gonna stick with the right you door. You open the right door, and you are fine. You continue forward. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Haven't thought about that in a uh, while. Uh, I, I thought you'd like it. Um, so you continue forth, um, and you come to you come to a um, bit. Uh, it, there looks to be a door, but it doesn't. It, it's not open. Um, it, it looks to be locked and it looks to be like stuck in place. Um, but there is also near there, like a, a place that you can deposit liquid. How convenient. I have just the liquid um, to But deposit. also you can see, uh, <laughs> nearby that, um, is a, like, like a little, like a little place that it filters into. Um, you can see that the amount of liquid that you have uh, would not fill the container. Oh, okay. Uh, and you can also see on the sides of the container, um, the liquid is is this deep, deep red. Oh. So there's a con- 
a container with that deep red liquid, and then there's something. There's like a d- deposit. There's a thing. deposit thing that looks like. Um... So I want to I want to uh, rephrase it. The container is not full. Um, it is. Yeah. It it looks like there are remnants of this red liquid inside, but it is empty at the moment. Like it, whatever was in there has dried. How big is it? It's about the size of like a tube or a vial. Okay. Hmm. And there's one door. There is one door that needs to be opened here. Okay. Um Can Digby look at the red liquid further? Um or uh look at the what? Is this the liquid? Uh, sure. Um, you can see with this liquid. Uh, you've never you've never seen it before. Um, it's this rainbow, multicolored liquid, and it seems like you get a really bad vibe off of it. Like if you touched it, it would do something to you. Um, wait, so it's not a deep red, it's multicolored. Uh, the, the stuff that you have in your, in your little vial. Oh, were you talking about the liquid inside of the, inside of the container? Oh, oh, no, yeah. No, yeah. Um, wait, there's two containers here. Hold on. The one I have and the one, oh, the in one the in your room. pocket and then the one in the room that the, uh, the yeah, perfect. I was talking about the one yeah, in the yeah, room. Yeah. Is um, that one empty? No, 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 that one, that one is empty. It just has like little splotches of this, this dried red liquid. Um, you can tell. You've seen okay. it enough. You have it. It's, it's blood. Okay. I figured as much. Um, you can tell that you need to perform some sort of bloodletting to progress. Oh, my God. Yippee. Okay. <laughs> um, Digby is going to um, take his dagger and make an incision on, on I'd say the thumb the thumb and hold it over okay so as you poke your thumb with this dagger it hurts really bad um since it is a magical yeah. weapon I am going to say that it does do one harm to you Okay. Um, it's not it's not like you're cutting or That's striking fair. with it. Um but but you did like poke yourself with magic. So mm-hmm. um and uh, well blood starts like dripping out of your finger. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> back down into the uh back down into the little funnel thing, uh, but it's filling slowly, and you can tell that you need to do the whole entire thing. Um, mm. it, it's, then, it's then that you are treated to a, a memory. Um, uh, just, roll, just roll like a flat check to see how well you recollect this memory. Okay. 
Nine. Okay, so you remember it pretty pristinely. Um, you remember back in the 90s, um, Digby was a bit, when it went through a bit of a gaming phase, from college to about his mid-30s. Um, <laughs> Oh my he god. Was, he, was a, he was a bit of a gamer. Not a big one, but like you, you would play games on the side. Um, maybe at like a friend's house. Um, and one of your more, most formative memories was when in the 90s, you bought a computer, a home computer for yourself and your family. Um, and one of the first things that you did with that computer was... You played point-and-click adventure games like uh, Monkey Island hmm. um, or some of those like old classics. Um, and you can remember one of the major mechanics in those games um, might be helpful here. Okay. Um... <sighs> pointing and clicking <laughs> um like you you can you can remember specifically um one of the things that really uh like wowed you about some of the especially like later 90s point and click adventure games they added a mechanic where you could combine the items in your inventory gasp oh my god <laughs> um Okay. Digby's got the vial of the tear, the knife, and the bird. Um. Hmm. I don't feel too confident about combining any of these. Ah. Uh, shoot. All right. Would anything happen? I doubt it will. But would anything happen if he just like holds the bird and the vial near each other? <laughs> um, the liquid in the vial reacts, and it almost jumps oh. towards the bird inside of the vial. Okay. I'm not sure how that's gonna help me with filling up the the other uh thing and I'm Digby's kind of reluctant to do anything to the bird ah shoot um hmm I don't know like what other I could all right, let's 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 just try it. Okay, so you drop it on top of its head, and you can see it absorbs it, like it it gets absorbed into the skin of this bird. And you wait for a couple of moments, and suddenly you can hear it start to cry out. And you look down, and you can see that the bird has animated. Oh. So I just have, like, a live bird uh, on my you hands have, now. You have, 
a bird with no wings and no feet. Just this, just this torso, roughly the size of a football that you are carrying around. Digby is kind of wondering if there's a certain, if there's any specific blood that needs to be used. If it's like just people or birds. <laughs> so the bird, what you can, what you can notice is that the bird seems to be like crowing or cawing in a certain direction. Um, it turns its head back towards the way you came. Hmm. Okay. Um. That's interests, Digby. So, let's put this room on hold for now and see and try heading in that direction. Um. You come back to the main hallway that you first entered from. Um. And the bird crows and caws at the barrels. Barrels. Oh. Okay. Digby's gonna walk up to one of the barrels and um. Could he like try to pry the lid open with with his knife? Um. You do easily. It comes off as you do. Blood pours out oh. onto the ground, creating a puddle. Ick. Okay. Um. That's not fun, but also that might work with the door. So, um... Hmm. Is Digby strong enough to carry one of these barrels? I doubt it. So... No. Let's just... He could take trips with um his, ti- his tiny vial that he has. True. Um, you can also tell something. Uh, after you're thinking about it for a moment, you realize that you've sort of been skulking around for a little bit, um, for, for like 20 minutes, uh, the 20 minutes that you have spent since, like, the initial attack, um, and in the last two or three minutes, you've made a lot of noise. That is probably not good. Okay, um, Digby's going to just, I guess, freeze and listen for anything. Um, Digby hears tense horror ambiance music playing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Digby hears some footsteps coming from the opposite hallway. He turns and looks at the opposite hallway. Nothing yet. It seems to be um back by okay. where the where you found the rocking chair. I see. Alright. Um shoot, what to do? Uh t- <laughs> Is the rocking chair still in the middle of the hallway? Um, 
Yes. Okay. Digby is going to place it up against a wall where, like, it just barely hits it. And he's going to... Oh, the other room of the stairs. I think... I think he's going to hide in the room with the unopened door. Okay. Do you take any of the blood with you? Um, he scoops okay. them up in the vial. Um, you take about as much as you can carry. Um, it's about half capacity of what the larger vial can carry. Okay. Maybe Digby could just, like, scoop his hand in there, but he's not going to do that. Um, he needs to... He, I think he's just going to go and sneak on over. You rush back, um, and you deposit so, the blood... Um, you can see it slowly fill up, and you can see that you're about halfway there. Um, okay. What do you What do you do? Um, Digby's going to. Uh, just try as quietly as possible to peek around the corner to the main hallway. Um, you peek around to the main hallway. It is it is on the ground slurping up the blood. Ew! Okay, Digby immediately retreats as quietly as he can into the other into the room he was uh, in. Uh, roll an act under pressure to not breathe. Okay. Um, here goes nothing. Eight. How does that, how does that play out? You are able to hold your breath. And then something unexpected happens. Uh Uh-oh. The bird starts crowing in your pocket. Okay. Okay. Um, and you hear panting start to come in your general direction. <laughs> My first immediate thought was to chuck the bird down the stairs. <laughs> but I feel like it's important. <laughs> um, shoot. Digby's going to rush toward he's go he's he's in is he in the room with the door um you are he, or is still in the hallway in between the main one you're the... you're in the uh doorway of the two doors okay um digby's gonna I guess rush into the room where the half-filled uh, jug is, or whatever okay. you call it. Do you shut the door behind you? And sure, yes. Well, I, I, is the bird still 
Uh, it seemed to act off. up, but it's it's uh, it's okay now. Okay. Digby's going to quietly okay, shut you, the door. Carefully. You quietly shut the door. And now I call it heads or tails. Oh god. Let's go with tails. Tails. Oh, okay. What what does that mean for Digby? You hear a click. And you can hear the monster opening the door. And then you hear a scream as it falls down the pit trap in the other door. (gasps) Oh my god. Okay. And you are safe. For now. For now. That was that was close. I I like that it was just like a fifty fifty shot of me, of Digby, getting into another, uh, encounter. Oh, so what do you want to do? So is the floor just gone now from that other room, the, with the two doors? Nah, no, 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 no. I want I want to know if I can go back and get. Uh, it the seems barrel. that when. When uh, it like it fell, it closed back up. Okay, Digby's gonna go and refill the vial and head back and f- fill the rest of the, as fill up the as rest you fill of up the, the rest of the liquid. Um, the door pops open. Um, and you you uh, walk out. Of a um, bookcase into a library. And you can see a desk with a ledger um, and about 80,000 books. You are now back uh, in the Schaefer Mansion. And Digby knows this? Or can he tell Um, right away? Or is that, that no, just me I mean, knowledge? No, I mean, you can look out, um, or I, I guess it's just you knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I figured. Because um, the outside's just red yeah. still, right? Uh, if you look through yeah. a window. I'm going to go back to Mary real quick. Uh, Mary? Okay. Uh, yes. You just lost the blue key. Um. Uh-huh unfortunate and uh you can feel something you can you can feel something coming over you um deep disappointment and uh you're you're getting very upset i want you to roll me a weird check Thirteen. You're able to choke it back down. Um as you could as you could feel something rising from inside of you. You uh you just you just avoided something something big. Um and as you as you could feel that um 
thing rising from within your body, uh, you also can see the key rising back up to where it was. Yeah. Yippee. Um, uh... <laughs> and you hear you hear a voice uh, in the in the back of your mind. You hear the hear the demon go, Mary. Mary, Mary, Digby's back. Would you like to go and meet up with him in the library, Mary? Well, yeah. <laughs> you sure you won't find anything scary, Mary, in the library? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Fuck you, you little fairy. Um, and you can hear it dissipate from your mind little fairy that's a new one uh and she <laughs> runs back up to the library you guys reconvene um digby you can see mary running back inside uh what are you guys what are you guys uh thinking when you see each other oh do i still have you blood do on have my blood face? all over your face uh digby you have blood all over your hands <laughs> um you, you guys kind of look Worse for wear. <laughs> I <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> you you uh okay there? You have some uh you have something on your face. Still yeah, just a little. Yeah, it's the it's the guy in the conservatory. I think I know him. I think I know you. It's a weird day. Uh, of course, of course we know it. Did, did did you not just like did you ignore everything I told you when we got here? I mean, to be fair, a lot happened. Okay, but and you... I don't really I kind of recognize you. Uh-huh. I'm I'm more receptive and open to listening. I therapied myself, I think. Okay. Um glad also, you worked you have that out. Blood on your hands. Oh, um that was a whole that was a whole uh like you don't don't worry about it. It was a thing with doors and barrels. It was boring. You you, you don't uh, need to know about it. Okay. What we do need to worry about is how to leave. <laughs> or, like, uh, where well, we are. I have a key in my pocket. And there's a key in the sink in the bathroom. Here, come here. Do you have, like, a long thing with a hook on it by chance? You seem like I, a crafty guy. I have a bird. <laughs> can the bird, can the bird... Come here. <laughs> Come, come, follow me into the bathroom. All right, Digby's gonna follow Mary. There is a key in the drain, and it unlocks something. And d with the hope that for once I'm lucky, d it'll open the front door. Oh, okay. Why haven't you gotten it out there? I can't get it because uh, you know what? I don't have to. I don't have to tell you. I don't have to tell you. Digby, Digby, um, as, as you are having this conversation, 
um, with Mary, you can feel the like relief wash over you. Um, very like you you feel good um, for the first time since you've been down there. But you can also feel something else um, in your body, um, in your right leg. Uh, Digby looks down at his right leg. Sir, does anything uh, look off? You can see two punctures in your um, in your pant leg. As you as you can feel some oh. sort of like venom or poison spreading through your body. Uh, Digby uh, Digby starts to get very dizzy very quickly. I I think I might might need to lie down. What? Do you think you can get this key out without me? I I I just need to take a minute. Uh yeah. Yes. And Digby, you're falling. Oh. Um. I'm I'm actually he's actually like he's, just like he, out. He he is oh. passing out to the ground on the floor. Um. And as you do. Uh, you notice something you had never noticed before, necessarily. Um, wrapped around its uh, neck, um, like, sort of thinly printed, um, is this label. Um, and as you fall to the ground, uh, you notice uh, it has been named. You do catch the name. It's Horus, and then you pass out. <laughs> oh! And that's I'll where we're going to end the session for today.